Welcome to the Stuff and Things Podcast. Your home for all stuff related to your favorite things in entertainment. Now, here are your hosts. Welcome to a new episode of the Stuff and Flangs podcast. I am Sam. Today we're talking about The Last of Us, Season 1, Episode 3. Joining me to have some fun and chat through a jolly good episode where lots of love and kindness and happiness, it's Stefan! And heartbreak and everything yeah. else. Yeah, hello, yeah, yeah I, didn't, I didn't finish the list. No, wow, yeah, wow, hello mate. Also joining me and Stefan to discuss the wonderful show that I believe told a better love story in one episode than the whole Twilight Saga, it's Kaylee. Hello. How you doing? I'm good. How are you both? Yes, both well. But I, I, I mean, I, I say this genuinely to you with this. Like, Are you okay after this episode? I, I watched it and I was like, this hit me and I don't know if Kaylee's going to be okay. No, I had to go and have a lie down. Yeah. <laughs> I needed my emotional support animals. And, I did. Yeah. Uh, um, the, the first thing, uh, I mean, Stefan, we got to do this because people really got quite cross with me when I forgot. Uh, this is season one, episode three of The Last of Us, and the title of the episode was... Long, long time. Yeah. So when I saw that title, I looked at it, I was thinking... Oh, this is going to be one of those that at some point in the episode, someone's going to be like, oh, that was a long, long time ago or, or something like that. It's just going to be someone who says it. So yeah. I was kind of, I kind of had that at the start. I was like, oh, and now we're seeing this guy and, you know, this local Bill and he's a prepper. It's going to be him. Like I could hear it. By the, by the time I realised why it was called that, I was gone. <laughs> I was like, no, you can shove this episode. <laughs> no, you're not allowed to. You're not allowed to make me fall in love with people this quickly and then take them away from me. This is ridiculous. And this series in three episodes have done that twice. Like Joel's daughter, and I, I said about this on episode one. What an amazing job she did in like what fifteen twenty minutes, convinced you know, making us all care for her to then actually really feel the impact of her death. And then they give us this episode where they give us a full hour of basically a love story. And yeah. wow, <laughs> why? Why would they be so cruel? <laughs> now, what, we're, what I'm going to open with is I'm going to say to you. I have seen via social media this diverges from the game in a significant way. Yeah. Now, I I feel personally, having now read how the game goes, I completely get why they did it, and I like it. A lot of the people who are hardcore gamers don't shock horror, and there's also a very strong demographic who didn't enjoy it as well, but we'll come on to that. But, mate, can you talk about the, the divergence, the kind of this is what the game did and this is what the show did different? Well, yeah, I mean, Bill's alive in the game. That's like the major point number one. Is that, that, that is, yeah. Bill's not dead. That's a point. Yeah. Um, Frank is dead, but Frank is dead because he hung himself after an argument with Bill uh, whilst he's infected. Okay. So that's a bit different as well. 
just a bit. Uh, yeah, like in the game, you don't really kind of you actually see Frank hanging from a tree, and they kind of mention that that was Frank and he was infected, and then you find out that him and Bill had, had a big argument and never really made up for it, and Bill's very kind of oh you can't care for people because you know oh, they'll all get you killed, whoa whoa whoa, and he's very grumpy about it all. Yeah. So when you watched this episode just before I did. You watched yeah, it did, during yeah. the day, I watched it in the evening, Katie watched it after me. So yeah. when you watched it and said, oh, people aren't happy about this, I was like, okay, so I've worked out roughly where we are and I'm expecting the Bill and Frank storyline and I'm expecting it to be the people that, oh, why do you need to throw a gay character into it? Whoa, won't, yeah, won't, yeah. Won't bollocks. Oh yeah, that's that's there. That's that's big yeah. time, yeah. That's big time there. So that's kind of, when, I, when you said about the reaction on social media, I was like... Bill and Frank are in it. Well, Bill's in it and, you know, cool, okay. And then I watched the episode and I was like, oh my God, Bill and Frank were really, oh my God. Okay, let's just, uh, yeah. dust in the air. Wow, okay, this is, oh. <laughs> um, Yeah, so I mean, there is a divergence from the game there, which is clear, which will sort of circle at the end to kind of uh, discuss why I think that they made that change. Um. Kaylee, the the episode doesn't actually begin with them, though. The episode actually begins with Ellie and Joel, and we have a couple of scenes which I wanted to sort of bring you in on. The first one, what did you think of the the way they did the scene where Ellie and Joel were talking, um, and and she kind of there's this trope in all TV and cinema where someone dies and it's like, oh, you know, I'm really sorry for the loss. But Ellie actually went against that and just went, just, Joel was like, oh, don't say sorry. She went, I wasn't going to. It wasn't my fault. What did you think about that scene? Um, I mean, it was it was surprising. I wasn't expecting her to say that no. at that point. However, at the end, I can totally see why she would have yeah. said that. Because you can see her level of maturity almost. And she's, you know, she's being pretty pragmatic about the whole thing. Yeah. She's like, don't don't blame me for something that isn't my fault and to be how old what 12 yeah 14 14 yeah. um even so you know that yeah. just shows a level of maturity that actually sets me up with the hope that she's gonna be okay amazing throughout this whole thing you know yeah. like oh, don't you start good... liking characters again Oh, I know, I know. We have now got a situation where we're going to ban talking about <laughs> actors we like on the show. Like, oh, that's an actor I really like. No, the minute then they're gone. Um, I like the scene for two reasons. One, it kind of went against the trope of, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, don't you be sorry. You know, that kind of thing. Uh, but like you just said then, it, it kind of really highlighted her her maturity. But also, it's kind of like that, that clarity of thought um, you're in a you're in a post-apocalyptic world. You need to have a kind of a uh, little bit of a detachment, I suppose, but just that little bit of seeing things a bit more uh, in a bit different way, a non-emotional way. And she had developed an attachment to her, and she didn't want to leave her behind. But that situation did happen, so it happened. And then she was like, you know, don't. I, I just really liked it. I just really liked the whole sort of don't blame me. It wasn't my fault. <laughs> For me, it was like Joel was like, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, okay. and I, I always think it's a bit of, you know, she's really perceptive to that. And actually, she may have been a bit more forceful with that comment to kind of snap Joel out of it and not yeah. make him spiral. So she's aware of how he's feeling. So yeah. if she's 
you know, don't blame me. It's almost her yeah. kind of saying, don't spiral, don't get depressed, get out of your emotions. We haven't got time for emotion yeah. right now. Yeah, no, and, and it was good. I, I Yeah, I agree. Um, the, the next scene, which I actually made a note of, which is one of the stranger notes I've ever done, but I'm actually not going to read my note. I'm going to read a comment that was left on the Last of Us Season 3 episode post from uh, HBO, uh, the makers of the show, and I found this comment, and it just made me laugh. So it's references to Ellie and Joel have gone to, like, Joel's stash house where he's put stuff away. It's like an old store. And Ellie's gone off, and she found a hole, you know, uh, gone off and getting herself in trouble, basically. Um, the comment, I'm going to read it to you, Kaylee, and then I'm going to bring both of you in, but Kaylee first. The comment is this. Oh, great. Just what I want in my TV show, some girl worrying about her period. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Caveman. I, I, like, I read that, and I was like, that's got to be trolling, right? That's got to be kind of like, ah, you know, jokey, jokey. But no, the guy doubled down several times as people went, really? But it, it provoked something in me, because I thought about it, like, my no was... Um, <laughs> Finally, you know, this is the first time I think I've ever seen any reference to that. Like, I watched 11 seasons of The Walking Dead. Not, I think, probably season two in one episode did someone reference it, but that was to do with a pregnancy test. It, it just, like, nothing... I don't... I cannot think of a TV show that has done that. And I was wondering if it was something that stood out to you or something you didn't really care about or what you thought. Um, as soon as I saw the box yeah. on the shelf and her reaction to that, I just thought that is brilliant because you never see stuff like that. It never yeah. gets mentioned, never gets referenced. And it no. was only a really kind of throwaway scene. Yeah, but that's what it needed to be, really, because it's normal. It's a normal bodily yeah. thing. Exactly. And just because it's a you know, post-apocalyptic time doesn't mean that it moves away. <laughs> no, that that <laughs> has not stopped, sadly. No, no. No, I mean, in some cases it might, you yeah. know, stress, pregnancy, whatever. Yeah. But, you know, it, it, and to see it in a show like that, just as a such a casual thing, yeah. I think really important. And I can unfortunately understand why some Neanderthals like that chap thought yeah. that you know, it was a big deal. But normalise this shit, like, go exactly. and go to the yeah. every day. Yeah. You know? yeah, that was, that was my forget. Uh, Steph, I'm bringing you in on that. What did you think, if, if you even picked up on it? But her um, her line of you know picked clean like shit or something my ass or yeah something, my like, ass yeah that made me chuckle um yeah yeah no like my case that it should be normalised it was just a a fun kind of throwaway sort of mention of it yeah. um same as you eleven years or so of The Walking Dead and not one so yeah 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 um yeah I mean. I am a typical bloke, so the more that conversation goes on, the more I go, don't talk to me about it. No, no. Oh, oh, mate, wait until your kid's a teenager. (laughs) I am dealing with that. That's the worst problem. Yep. That's fine. Um, But no, yeah, it was just one of those... Get back in your cave. (laughs) But no, it was just a nice throwaway kind of easily done. There you go. The fact that someone has made a point of referencing it, surely, like, you know. Oh, it's, it's not just one. There, there's a lot, but that was the one I saw first, and I wrote that down, and I saw some others, and I just thought, oh, wow. <laughs> you know what the comment that's, and this is kind of on the same path of stupid comments, but not about the episode itself, but yeah. I've seen multiple comments since it started this program yeah. about Ellie. 
Um, And the fact that some people don't think she's pretty enough and it's fucking disgusting. And it really, really got my back up because they're, you know, oh, in the game, she's small and petite and she's pretty and she's this. And I just, oh, that's a whole other conversation. (laughs) Exactly. But for people to be the same people that fancy Lara Croft, probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> are, are these are these the same people that kind of read their comic books and their perception of women came from that? So when a real woman plays one of these characters, they're like, "Oh no, her boobs are four hundred times bigger than that." What? Well, that's a comic book, dude. That that was that was drawn by someone very horny in the seventies. But anyway, <laughs> uh, no, you're right to bring that up, and and it's actually something that really bothers me. The, the actress um, Bella Ramsey is someone who's literally the same age as my daughter, and my daughter is an actress. So my daughter's gone up for several parts in several TV shows and stuff, and she's got very close, and she's been in a mix of things, and she's currently uh, auditioning for another show at the moment, which if she gets would be amazing. And stuff like that gets to me, because mm-hmm. I look at that and I think, that that's horrible. What are, what are you doing? You're talking about a kid, <laughs> and and you know, and don't get me wrong. Even when people do it about adults, and I, I've been guilty over the years of it. I've been guilty of saying, oh, you know, so and so. I don't think they're pretty enough to play that role. But I wouldn't write it on like I don't like I see stuff like that, and they're like tagging her in twit on Twitter. Yeah. Like, what what are you thinking? What what is your, what is your goal there? You know, yeah. I'd, I'd say it to someone I'm sat with. I'd probably say it to you two when we're not recording. I I wouldn't put it into a public forum because then someone reads that it, it could hurt them. I, mm-hmm. And I don't. That's like, not any objective I've got there. Like if I was to make any comment, number one, I hadn't even noticed that on the whole Ellie character thing because you know, in the game she's a 14 year old child. Yeah. So attractiveness doesn't really kind of. No, I, I, I find yeah, yeah it's disturbing. It's and secondly, you know, the only probable kind of thing I would say is that okay, you have a a fourteen year old character being played by an almost twenty year old actor. Yeah. Could they have got someone more in the age range? That'd be like my only thing. But, but you know, I, I don't it, think she even looks. Then, 20. Yeah, she doesn't look like she's twenty or so. You know, so. No. I don't see how that's the kind of how is that a thing online? Oh, she's not pretty enough to. Oh my god! To be to be honest with you, mate, given given the way that the show is, and given this kind of level of feedback and stuff, I'm glad she's twenty. Yeah, you know, thicker skinned about it, but it doesn't make it right. No, I'm I'm glad. You know, I'm glad that she's able to possibly have the maturity a little bit to leave this stuff behind and not look at it because. I know, I know. My kid, being fourteen as the character is, would just be all over us. Wouldn't, wouldn't leave it alone. Yeah, social so, media. Yeah. You'd be all over there searching, like you know, searching your own yeah. name to see what people are putting. Exactly. About you. Yeah. yeah, and then that's. I mean, that's the disaster. That's um, a spiral. Yeah. Fo- focusing back into the show because there's another scene here which I absolutely loved, um, which is Joel and Ellie walking, and there's a long dialogue between the two of them, started by seeing a crashed airplane. Mm-hmm. We get that little reminder again that Ellie never lived in the world as it was. She's only known this. So, you know, the idea of people flying in the sky to her is like magic. And the way the actress portrays that, I thought was brilliant. Um, yeah. I thought she really got that across. Her her later getting in a car for the first time again was like just like spaceship. amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and but it's, it, I mean, I love that. I, I think she's doing an incredible job with that. Um, she. The conversation between the two 
is is great because it's kind of a a very very quick recap almost built into the show built into the dialogue and there's a moment and i don't know if either of you picked up or i don't know if either of you thought the same as me joel was describing how it got how it happened he got into the food supply sugars flour um you know cake and everything and then he pauses and says pancake mix and I don't know if either of you picked up on the pause or yeah. whether you think I'm overthinking it, but to me it feels like he, he he's kind of in that moment reliving that in his head of how close they they all were to being infected themselves on day one. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, it was, it was very... Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Kaylee, we then come to a point here where we see mass graves... Uh, Joel makes the mistake of telling a teenager not to go somewhere, so they immediately go there. Because oh, that line—the line between the two of them when she goes—is it an axe murder up there? No, <laughs> too honest. Okay. Yeah, too, yeah, you're, you're too honest. You should have told me it was an axe murder, and off she goes. Uh, Kaylee, what did you think about that? Because we we kind of saw it in episode one—the soldier being ordered to shoot and killing Joel's daughter—but uh, now we're actually learning that the government. Ma- killed people on mass because dead people couldn't be infected. What what were your thoughts seeing that? Um, I mean, it with with just the visual, yeah, it was so impactful. They didn't need to do, and it was really well done. They didn't need to do any more. No, but just with that scene of just seeing the remains on the floor. Yeah. really kind of brings it all back to shit this the government did this to us yeah, yeah. and it feels very oh what's the word i'm trying to think of familiar you know they've done this before in, yeah. in our in our lives yeah, not yeah. our time but you know in recent yeah. history people have done this to other humans yeah and it could just as easily happen again yeah. it was, it was yeah. made a huge impact that few, few seconds um, Stefan, there's there's a very cinematic moment where it zooms in on like a lady's scarf that's sort of trapped that, around that wrap thing, baby wrap, yeah, uh, wrap around. Um, you, me and Kaylee are both parents. You've got a newborn. Um, your senses are probably slightly honed at this moment to anything to do with babies and and harm coming to said babies. How how did you find that? Because I thought the way they did that, the kind of zoom in and then seeing the woman back in 2013 holding the child, so yeah. you knew that basically that was a woman and child had been shot and killed right there. It, yeah, it, it, like it went, yeah, like there was like like a couple of seconds of zooming in and then the flashback, and I'm going, oh okay, this is a flashback of that character, and then my brain went, yeah, dead in a ditch. Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. Wow. How 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 did how did you find that transition? What did you think? I thought it was. I want to say I thought it was brilliant. The way it was done was brilliant because they didn't. Oh, I agree. Yeah. They didn't need to show anything. They didn't need to say anything. It literally showed you bones in a ditch to a woman walking around with a baby, and that was all you needed for your brain to go, oh shit. Yeah. Like damn. I, I, I mean. I mean, we've said it on countless shows. Sometimes not showing an event, your mind does far more than a visual effects team ever could. Yep. And that that I think was another example of that. Um, what what happens now then is we move into the kind of main portion of the show, which this flashback sets us up 
to uh, the Fedra kind of troops, wrangling people up, evacuating them. And we see a guy down in his bunker. Um, on the intro to this show, there's the line from Bill, not today, you, you know, jackboot fucks and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, we meet Bill here. Now, one of my notes here is I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say this because I, I think it's funny <laughs> um, and I'm, and I'm going to get a lot of hate, <laughs> but I, I'm kind of here for it and, you know, bring it on because I'm going to say it anyway. Now this is based on a character from the video game and in the video game, the character was gay. So this is not a change they made for TV. Yep. This character, however, the way they portrayed this introduction to him as the prepper QAnon flag shagging, if you like for a better word, uh, Trump supporting Americana, all of that, the don't tread on me flag, all of that stuff. This is a guy who would have stormed, you know, the January insurrection, he'd have been up the front to do it. They built this character very, very quickly into what, you know, into your mind immediately clicked, oh, I know what kind of guy this guy is. Uh, he even called them New World Order, you know, which is a, a real th- conspiracy theory spread by millions around the world. And if you really want to go down a rabbit hole, just Google that after the show. <laughs> wow. Um, but this is what the picture of this guy was. And for me, the reveal then that he was gay felt like possibly the greatest bait and switch that has ever been done in TV history because I know for a fact because a lot of people took screenshots, thank you for them, there was a lot of people saying how much they loved this character and suddenly deleted all their tweets. (laughs) (laughs) And I love that. There were people identifying with this guy thinking of him as there he's one of ours he is one of us and he next is thing this. you know they're throwing their MAGA hats across the room in fury yeah, the, yeah the next thing you know they are doing that now for me again whether it was intended or whether it wasn't i i don't know but for me it was so well done because one of the things that everyone struggles with with someone who's kind of a little bit closed-minded is to say to them that like someone who's gay, someone who's bi, trans, whatever, they're just people like you. They can have the same views as you, you know. They look like everybody else. <laughs> they look just like you. And yeah. for this for this to demonstrate to all of them that this guy was a prepper. He was a conspiracy theorist and he just happened to live in a time that he was proven right in a in a way that stuff was gonna go horribly wrong and he was prepared for it. Yeah. Um. Uh, but yeah, the 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 reaction. Oh, it was beautiful. It was absolutely stunning. And so, I I loved that straight away. Um. But but just focusing on the guy, Kaylee. What were your first impressions? Because me and you both uh, talked about we like this actor, but The Last of Us, this show, this genre, this doesn't seem to kind of suit him. Um. What did you think about that? Those opening scenes of him kind of raiding all the houses and getting to know those initial scenes up until he meets Frank when you're kind of getting to know him a bit what do you think yeah so I mean it was a pleasant surprise to see him in a role like this because this is not what I know him for at all um and he really impressed me and I was really not in a condescending way but really shocked at how much like fantastic actor he he is and he is portrayed as this awkward lumbering 
odd bod, you yeah. know, he was yeah. quite clearly, you know, living in his mum's basement, a, a, a conspiracy theorist. But it's <laughs> immediately I felt I want to help him. Yeah. Like it wasn't this normal kind of, oh, you're a weird doomsday prepper, you know, psycho. It's yeah. a, I want to give you a hug because you are not broken that's the wrong word but you're not being your authentic self and you could see that immediately like he was probably quite emotionally stunted yeah. i think and that was clear from the outset because just of the way he kind of carried himself almost he was awkward and he was like i said like bumbling and just a bit withdrawn i guess yeah. because he'd lived underground even though he didn't need to yeah i mean at the, the very end of the show we have the letter being read out and he actually says in the letter i hated the world and everybody in it <laughs> yeah. yeah i actually read a, a, someone commented on something online and they said he made you believe that he believed he could survive a hundred years in a you know post-apocalyptic yeah. world and not live a single day of it yeah yeah which... you know and to see that transformation over the time of the show was okay. just, I mean, beautifully done. Well, we, we see all that opening and then we kind of have an advancement of four years where you see he's built his own compound now. Um, there's fence around it. He's electrified it. He's created, he used the utilities to take everything else off the grid, but keep his on, you know, he, he really knew what he was doing. Um, and, and he went and did it. He got generator, everything. So he has got electric fence compound. He set traps. Um, he even laughs when one of the infected gets shot by one of his shotguns. He's like, <laughs> that was brilliant. That what was it? It says that never gets old. Yeah. <laughs> that was like, wow. Okay. Um, Stefan bringing you in here. We then see a moment where he meets, uh, someone falls into his pit that he's dug. Um, the guy, whoever he is shouts, I'm not infected. Are you armed? Pause. No, <laughs> which uh, I was kind of like, okay. Why did you pause? Like, what, I, I was yeah, trying to think of a lie, but I couldn't. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that very first interaction was kind of amusing to me, and then they're kind of face-to-face, -face and the bloke's talking to him. Now, me and you did 11 seasons of The Walking Dead. Um, I, in this moment, I'm going, he's new. Shoot him in the head. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you've played the game and stuff, so you probably knew that wasn't going to happen. But if you can try and detach yourself from that for a minute, what are you thinking? Um, I was... This kind of whole episode kind of sideswiped me a bit. Because I knew of Bill and stuff in the game, um, Yeah, I knew Bill and Frank. And Bill and Frank in the game, they never officially say they were together or lovers or anything. But you kind of read between the lines of the dialogue and you can work it out, you know. The game yeah, doesn't think, kind of tell you as much as the show does. So yeah, I saw a cut scene where uh, Bill says he was my partner when they find him hanging. Yeah, but it kind of it it's said in a way of he's my partner as in he's my partner that's got me all through this, or he's my partner as in love interest partner. You know, it's never got you. Yeah, it's never actually said, but you can work it out through the dialogue. Um, okay. So in this, I'm kind of watching it, and I'm like, okay, so that's got to be Frank. And I'm kind of like, this is going to be interesting because in the game, we don't really get any backstory to this. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, okay, this is cool. They're building up a bit of backstory. But in my head, 
I'm still expecting it to go the way the game does. <clears throat> so I'm expecting a little bit of backstory and then we'll get a little bit of backstory of who they are and then we'll cut back to the current day of Joel and Ellie meeting up with Bill, asking for his help to get the car parts. Him basically yeah. saying, no, Sodger. Joel going, you owe me a lot of favours. And him going, this is the last one. That's it. I help you with this. And then you get out. We're done. Not again. So that's yeah. kind of still how I'm expecting the episode to go. So therefore, yeah. I'm just taking this as like a fun little kind of, oh, here we go. This would be nice. Just kind of, you know, a quick <laughs> introduction to who Bill and Frank is. You know, we all know that Frank's going to end up dead, so we probably won't get that much of an introduction to him. But this will be cool to yeah. learn about Bill and why he's such a, a rugged, badass kind of guy that we see in the game. This will be cool. <laughs> you were not, you were cool unprepared, as we Massively. were. Massively. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, we, uh, so, like I said, so we've jumped four years to this point where he meets Frank. So he has been on his own for four years in this compound. Um, and appears to be the same kind of guy. He doesn't appear to be, you know, he's not not lost it or anything. So he obviously lived his life isolated, like Kaylee said. Um, so that is the norm to him. He does let Frank in. He lets Frank have a shower. He cooks him a meal. He's and a hell of a cook. He's a hell of a cook, <laughs> and, and also a bit of a perfectionist. You see how he moved the plate. Like, mm. put the plate down, then realise, no, that's not how it needs to look. I need to move that a little bit. It's got a bit um, of OCD kicking in. <laughs> possibly, yeah, possibly. Um, and the, and Frank says, wow, I wasn't expecting you to be the kind of... Or is it it's something that he knows to pair rabbit with a certain bourguignon? Certain wine and stuff, yeah. Yeah, uh, and he's like, oh, you wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't think I'm the kind of guy. And I, I'm sorry, and I genuinely thought in that moment, I was like, I think he might be gay. <laughs> yeah. Nah, but the, the funny thing is, I kind of like, I kind of said it to myself. I thought, nah, they wouldn't do that. This is an American show. They know the kind of audience they're going to have. If they do that, their people will go mental. Fast then we forward. have a scene with a piano. <laughs> yep. Um, and <laughs> he, Bill takes over. The drop for you. <laughs> yeah, well, the, well, the penny. <laughs> yeah. Penny didn't drop. It was kind of uh, the Queen shilling dropped. I think. No, he um, he was playing. He took over and playing, and he put his hand on him. He said about the the girl. You know, well, who's the girl? And he said there is no girl. <laughs> and he went. He basically was like I could. Yeah, I I worked that out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but but I still even up to the point that they kissed. Like even up to that point, I still wasn't. Thinking, no, see, nah, they, me, they're Frank, not going to do this. There's no way. No, for me, I'd kind of sussed away that Frank was. There was a few of yeah. his mannerisms and stuff, and I kind of had Frank as. So my brain, okay. my brain was going, well, surely that means Bill must be as well. But whoa, are they going to really do this? Like, so, so Kaylee, for you, when when did you totally click or work out what was going to happen? Uh, well, Frank, it was uh, instant. Okay. Just instant. Um, so my gaydar is well off. I didn't pick it up at <laughs> all. Um, and I think for Bill, it was when Frank was in the shower and cooking the clothes. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Ryan, however, because we actually watched this one together, yeah. it took up until um, they cut to kind of another four years into the future yeah. for him to stop saying he's going to kill him. He's gonna kill him. No, I, I, did he? Did he? Did he think Frank was gonna kill him? 
Yeah. Yeah. The I'm whole the same. Way. Yeah. The whole I, way. Yeah. That was actually my next thing. My that next note my I've written thoughts. down. <laughs> yeah. My <laughs> next. My next thing I wrote down was, dodgy guy seduces Bill, gonna steal all his stuff. Why? Why are we seeing this? <laughs> um, <laughs> when he when he finished dinner. And yeah. he kind of said, oh, I better go. And he did the kind of awkward, like, yeah. but I'm not going to get up quickly. I'm not going to leave yeah. immediately and see how how this goes. Yeah. I, I knew instantly then that, you know, that was that. And he's going to be there forever. But <laughs> up until, literally, the next four years mm. later, Ryan was convinced that he's going to go. Yeah, well, the next, the next jump takes us to 2010. So, so that's a three years. And my favourite thing about this is you go from them in bed together and that kind of awkward first time together. And I've got to, to be honest, years. bearing in mind this show was made by HBO, yeah. I wasn't entirely sure where that scene was going to go. Like, they um, made Game ne- of Thrones, and we saw a lot in Game yeah, of Thrones. Yeah, but neither, neither of them had boobs, so... You it were was good. pretty tame by HBO standards. Yeah, that's it? what I mean. He starts <laughs> like, you know, he gives the line of, you know, I'm not a whore, I don't just sleep with anyone. If we do this, I'm going to be staying here for the next few days. And I'm like, how much I hate... Because, I mean, they're already going to have made a few enemies with the fact they've made this guy, Bill, like they've decided to make his character <clears throat> and then show him as gay. So they're already yeah. going to have a few people. I mean, they show too much here. They're going to have, like, torches and pitchforks at them. So I was like, how far <laughs> are they going to go? Yeah, and then it cut to an advert, and I was like, oh, they played it safe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I don't. I, I still don't think it was that safe for them to be honest. But uh, we jumped to 2010, and the thing I loved about this is you went the last scene. Like I said, was this awkward first time together, and now they're bickering, and they are bickering like a full-on couple that have been together a long time. Um, oh, and we have this moment. <laughs> you, Frank, says to him, um, you know, like. I'm I'm all about living life, and you know life needs to be lived. You're all about staying in a bunker, you know. Yeah. You 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 thought the government were all Nazis, and he's went. The government are Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just cracked me up. He went, yeah, they are now, but they weren't then. I mean, like the dialogue between the two of them was phenomenal. The chemistry between the two of them phenomenal. These two actors just knocked this out of the park. It's the um, the bit I think was brilliant was uh, we're gonna have friends. We don't have yeah. friends, Frank. We're never gonna have friends. Well, yeah. actually, I can talk to a nice lady on the radio. <laughs> I know. You've done what? I know. <laughs> Yeah, and then the next, and then we cut to seeing Joel, and we see Tess again. Kaylee, how was that for you? Ah, yeah, amazing. And I'm now holding out hope that we'll get more flashbacks. Okay, (laughs) but I don't know. I don't know. I love her so much. (laughs) There, there was, it was just the fact that like they were talking, and I love the fact that Frank and Tess basically were just besties like oh we're gonna do this we're gonna do that and then across the table you've got joel and bill <laughs> glaring at each other <laughs> with a gun like literally pointing out and he's like no it's fine i get it i get it and then a bit later on it's like get that fucking gun out of my face <laughs> yeah um yeah I, I i loved it i loved the whole interaction between the two of them i loved that naturally Joel and Tess were introduced into this flashback, which gives us all of the context we need to why we're seeing this. Yep. And also it gave us that knowledge of these are the people they were smuggling in and out to 
trading with, doing stuff. This is how Joel and Tess were living, basically. They were going to them. They were going in and out of the compound. Um, I, yeah, I, I thought it was great. I loved the scenes between the four of them. I also felt it was kind of interesting when Joel and Tess were leaving and Joel said to him, like, you know, your traps are going to keep the wandering infected away because you're not going to get many up here. Government have got no interest here. You're safe from them, but it's going to be raiders who will come up, cut the fence in the night and attack you. And Bill's like, well, we're fine, we're fine. Joel's like, okay. And then we see a flash forward again and you see that Bill is now really locked this place down. There's like a whole wall of cars where there used to be just like a, a little fence. Yeah, Joel tells him the fence is only going to last a few more years. So he goes, yeah. fine. I want to know how he got the cars on top of the cars. That's my only question. <laughs> <laughs> he I is don't want to be very calls. strong. <laughs> I don't, he's, <laughs> he's Ron Swanson, dude. Uh, to be honest with you, he, yeah, I mean... Yeah, who knows? There's a four he, he around the it. corner. It's fine. It makes sense. Well, there probably is. I mean, if you remember, he went to that... Uh, well, right at the very start, you saw him go raid one of those massive DIY stores. There's probably about 10 forklifts parked yeah. there. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it all would have been there for him. <laughs> he just he just would have had to have used it. He, uh, but and he, we saw just how resourceful, how resourceful he was. Right, um, but like we said, we, we've gone another three years forward, and now... You know, um, we do get this raid, unfortunately, you know, Frankie foreshadowing there from Joel. And during the raid, we see that Bill gets shot. Now, again, this wasn't in the game at all because you didn't get any of this backstory. But, uh, Kaylee, I'll start with you. What did you think of what I felt was like the almighty swerve of what looked like Bill dying on the table with Frank doing everything he could to save him, to us then seeing a scene with one of them in a wheelchair, but it not, but it being Frank in the wheelchair. What, what did you think of that? I mean, I was holding my breath that entire time he was on the table. Yeah. Um, and I thought, this is it. You know, he's done. Yeah. And, and and when you first see the wheelchair come out, um, I thought it was him. Yep. Thought it it took me a little minute just to get my brain from, ah, to right back to the sensible place yeah. um and i mean it was a shock I, I don't know how else i can describe it. i just wasn't expecting it and it no. was a well what's happened what's going on yeah. why are you doing this to me like, yeah, why, why am i being taken on this roller coaster stefan no. what, what did you think mate did you think of it as a kind of a great swerve or were you just kind of like gaily going why are you doing this to me <laughs> well, i'm just sat there going what is happening so like Bill's shot and he's bleeding out. And in my head, I'm yeah. like, okay, what the hell? What is, what? And I'm like, yeah. okay, so right. And then the next scene. Oh, the thing that made it worse for me yeah. was in the previous scene, we'd seen Bill kind of saying, I'm sorry for being older than you. Yeah, and I'm yeah. faster than you. So that was why in my mind I was, you know, he showed some real vulnerability there. Yeah. Oh, he... sorry. I, I do realise here, I need to just mention this. Uh, Kaylee, did you enjoy the strawberry scene? Oh, I yeah. did. <laughs> that was... What? Oh, someone buy me a strawberry pack. Sorry, it, it, it was <laughs> in my notes. Bill like... was pissed that he traded a gun for some seats. I know, I know. I traded <laughs> well, a gun with Joel. Like, not yeah, which gun? You've got hundreds. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. calm down. <laughs> 
did you see in that moment that kind of vulnerability yeah. where there was almost apologizing to Frank, kind yeah, of saying, it was, it was I'm beautiful. Gonna, you're going to outlive me. And yeah. then to see that flip and then to see him taking care of him, yeah. brilliant. Absolutely yeah, brilliant. Was, I thought that brilliant is the word I use. <laughs> Yeah. So so yeah. how how are you doing at this point, Steph? Because I'm guessing when you saw him lying on the table bleeding out, your actual reaction in this isn't the emotion of that. You're thinking, well, this is different. Yeah. I'm like, wow, yeah. okay, they've switched it. Like, is is it going to be Frank that the guys yeah. meet, not Bill? Like, I'm trying to piece yeah. this all together as quick as I can in my head whilst going yeah. through this emotional roller coaster of what's going Like, <laughs> I was expecting Frank to go out there with the gun and Frank yeah. to get shot, and then, okay, so they've just swapped that bit out, and then Bill's on yeah. his own in a miserable sour old bastard because of the world, and this all went, yeah. oh my God, they've shot Bill. What the hell's going to happen now? Like, yeah. what? <laughs> so so we get this time job, and obviously Frank has become ill. They they don't tell us what it is, but we it's just obviously know that degenerative. They, they couldn't cure it before. The end of the world, so there's not going to be. I mean, be I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's MND or something like that. Um, uh, but yeah, we we know this is something that they've obviously worked out what it is and ain't good. Yeah. Um, he has reached a point in his pain with it and his inability to function that he's had enough. He he's he's done. He asks Bill to crush up enough of his tablets into some wine, and basically end it. Oh mate, Bill. this scene. Oh, this scene. The, the the conversation between the two of them. Bill the conversation saying, between the two of them is brilliant. Frank, do you love me? Yes, then love me the yeah. way I want you to. And I'm like, oh my god. That oh, I, I tell you what, that that line really kind of that line is sat with me. Still sat with me. I'm I'm like still processing that line. I think if you yeah. love me, love me the way I want you to. That, that's. Yeah, that that could change my whole perception on love going forward, everybody, just so you know. <laughs> uh Kaylee, what were you how were you with this scene? Because I, I thought of you during these moments. Whenever there's a moment like this, I think, God, if I'm struggling. Yeah, I mean I could barely see the telly through <laughs> you know, the <laughs> My eyes are singing, the mascara. Yeah. Um I mean I didn't I I didn't immediately think Bill's done it too. No. Um, I, I didn't get that, but I really liked the way something that I did pick up on, which was kind of a common theme throughout the whole episode. Actually, the vision, the way they visually kind of portrayed the changes in them. Yeah. But if you think back to when they first met, they sat at opposite ends of that dinner table, and over yeah, time, yeah. Got, you know, they're, and they're practically sat on each other's laps at this point, having yeah. this heart. Again, just kind of shows the thought. Do you like look around the house as well? There's like flowers and paintings yeah. and things that Bill, you know, twenty years ago would have thought were insignificant nonsense. Yeah, they, he, he's grown and he's changed, and they, but they both have yeah. for the best, and they they well, kind of one he, whole person. Yeah, he he he's now living, not not just existing. Yeah, um, um, but it was it was brilliant, and from what I could see, it was really well done. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean the, the moment. I, I mean, in my note, <laughs> I'll read my note. Stefan, you can react to my note. My note is this: um, Bill is decided. Bill, sorry, Frank has asked Bill to kill him. Oh my God! OMG! Sorry, Bill is gonna Romeo and Juliet this shit. Yep, that was that was my note. <laughs> yeah, 
However, uh, as Bill yeah. says, this isn't a tragic suicide at the end of a play. Yeah. And then yeah, he uses he this line, it. and you were my purpose. And it was like, oh, yeah. man. It just, like, Katie... I'm going to go again. Yeah, Kate, I mean, <laughs> Katie said about how how much he changed. I don't think he wanted to go back to the man he was. Yeah. I think he knew with Frank gone, he would not be able to exist anymore the way yeah. he used to. He wouldn't survive this. So he knew that was it. He knew both of them to go. Just the thing... Frank just looks at him. They, they're in the wine, aren't they? Yep, enough yeah. to kill a horse. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yep, brilliant. Yeah, there, there, was no, there was no kind of messing about with that. There was... <laughs> The guy, the guy was the ultimate prepper. You know, the ultimate. He had everything worked out. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what kind of amazed me as well is, he made that decision. Frank said, "Like, take me to bed." And the two of them went to bed, and and they died there. But he had made that decision clearly during the day, because he then set everything else up. You know, the letter that he hoped Joel would find or whoever. Yeah. Um, he also, you know, set the, the, the practicalities of left the window open so the house wouldn't smell. Yeah. That kind of, that kind of thinking in those situations, I mean, that separates people, you know, <laughs> that's kind yeah. of crazy. I mean, it's very final, you know, I've made my decision. Yeah. And it was very, it was a very, um, thought out kind of decision it wasn't a spur of the moment no. thing i don't think maybe he'd been thinking about it you know oh, if frank goes tomorrow then i'll go yeah, then but I'll they go with him, yeah. together and it just shows their partnership and it was oh it was so good um so we then we know that this has happened and then we see joel and ellie arrive at bill and frank's mm-hmm. joel is arriving cautiously because he's sort of looking around obviously his relationship with Bill is one of frenemies, basically. Well, as, as Bill says in the note, anyway, yeah. I never liked you, but it's still, it's like we're <laughs> friends, almost. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, right. I think that's as close to a friend as he ever had in his life, mm. to be honest with you. Um, and, uh, I, I mean, I loved the relationship that Frank had with them, you know, with Tess. That, that was so, the contrast was so beautiful. Yeah. But, he arrives, they're looking around with Ellie, and Ellie's, you know, just like wide-eyed. This is all new to me. This is great, as she is. Uh, he he obviously has the gate code, which I kind of thought, that's special. You know, Bill to trust, obviously trusted him enough with yeah. that. <laughs> Again, and I'm then, guessing it would have been you, Joel, because anyone else would have been electrocuted or blown up. <laughs> and and, 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 and it's the line. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> What did you? What did you think to that? I, I tell you what, I loved that for a little subtle thing of, she wouldn't have known the context of that, you know, written down he he he, like, so ha ha or anything like that, because you know she never lived in a texting world or no, anything. So she's literally I mean, just she, read what she's seen on the page. He, yeah, he, 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 and he. it's the way she looks up at Joel, like I don't get it. I don't, <laughs> like you know, it would have been electrocuted on my fence or killed by my traps. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'm not entirely sure what the hell that was, but anyway, and then she like carries on the letter. Um, having her read that letter out was very impactful again because she's reading it out cold because she, you know, she doesn't know these people. She's reading literally the words on the page, but you can almost see Joel, you know, Joel's reaction like when he leaves the house for a moment. You know, he, he walks away for a minute. He's just kind of 
you think about the days he's having, the people in his life, Tess was in his life, uh, Frank and Bill were in his life, all gone. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, he's he doesn't know where his brother is. He's clearly got that in his head. And he's got this girl who's infected but not infected, so that's messing with his head. Yeah. And he just has to go outside and take a moment. And and I'm looking, I'm thinking, wow, yeah, that's that's kind of, yeah, I think I'd be the same. Yeah. Uh, but the thing I, the thing I loved about Bill in this is like, you know, I hope it's you, Joel. Um, the code to get into my, you know, basement is the same as the gate, but in reverse. So they go down there, and we get the <laughs> the reveal. Obviously, you already knew. Yeah. That the music that was played over the radio that was Bill and Frank. Yes. So if it had been 70s, we got stuff. Uh, sorry, 60s, we got stuff. 70s, we've got enough in the trade. 80s, danger, problems, you know. Yeah. And he left it on a loop. So Joel would have known there was a problem at some point and, and come and find them or find the stuff. Which means the music at the end of episode one was yeah. actually the music restarting that Bill and Frank's. Yep. Yeah. I'm yeah, okay. so that was the moment. I'm okay. Yeah, we, I'm okay. We actually, so we actually heard the moment that they were dying. Basically, yeah. lovely. I'm okay. No, nope. we're not. We're not good. We're not yeah. good people. Kaylee, you still there? <laughs> just about. Yeah. Just, just about. <laughs> um. So yeah, he's got his pick of all the guns. I mean, Ellie's one of the price. things I've obviously got to point out <laughs> is Ellie sees the wall of guns and it's like there's a whole wall of them. And he's like, no. But she does go and take Frank's gun. Mm-hmm. So Ellie is now armed. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's just not a good thing, is it? <laughs> I'm telling you now, that kid having a gun is not a good thing. We've already seen her get right up to one of the infected, cut it as a bit of an experiment, and then kill it with a knife. That's her first so that, that That got me. I, again went oh my god she's done it i wasn't expecting it and it was brutal like she wasn't jealous about this by just cutting the forehead to see what happens yeah yeah Yeah, there's there's, that kid's a little psycho just letting everybody know my wife next to me what is she doing me being a kid like it's trapped it can't get me Ooh, cutty, cutty, cutty. Yeah, at, at 14, I don't remember ever cutting up a zombie. But hey, maybe if there had been zombies. And it was world trapped, so it couldn't get me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <Freedom free. laughs> what, what did you think to... Um, I, I kind of loved the moment that he lifted the hood on the on the truck to realise there was no battery. I, I, I literally had a laugh out loud moment. He, there, there's all the stuff there for him to make a battery, which was great and very, very Bill. <laughs> you know, this... Yep. Bill, Bill was the man. Um, so so that was great. So he's got a vehicle now. But that moment of when he looks and there's still no battery was what the whole bloody thing was. He was trying to find... The whole thing was for a battery, yeah. Up. yeah. Which is nice and nod because in the game, you, find, you meet Bill and it's Bill actually helps you, in quotations, helps you find all the parts yeah. to restore the old vehicle to be able to drive yeah. it off. So I Perfect. feel like the not having a battery in there was just a little nod to the gaming community. Like there yeah. you go, look, he's still got to, he's still got to do the side quest of make a battery. Don't worry, <laughs> the side quest. <laughs> you know. 
You still have to do the side quest. Um, so referencing the letter again, um, mm-hmm. I said at the start I was going to circle back a little bit to why I felt that this, and and I genuinely think the main reason why it's so important, the way they did it this way, is because Joel is really on the fence when it comes to Ellie. Yep. He, he, you can almost see he's like, look, I need to. I, I'm. He's basically trying to get his brother. Tess has said, save who you can save. He's really on the fence. And then we get this situation where in the letter it says about how to Bill says to him, we're the same. I was on this planet to protect Frank. You, I mean, he references Tess, but he's like, this is what makes me and you different. And, you know, God help any motherfuckers who get in our way. I've actually got the quote here. Would you like it? Yes, go on. Go so he said, I was happy when everyone died, but I was wrong because there was one person worth saving. That's what I did. I saved him and then I protected him. That's why men like you and me are here. We have a job to do and God help any motherfuckers who stand in our way. Brilliant. Yeah, I loved it. And I, for me, it felt like this episode was the way the Bill character was given hope, love to live his life. It was all about showing Joel, you know, Joel, who's been through hell. <laughs> um, you, you know, take this on. This message is important. Bill, Bill from the game, for example, doesn't deliver that message. Bill, in this, has been given that hope and that purpose and and that drive to be that way. Mm-hmm. So, for me, it's why I really liked it and why I think the change was excellent. Because I, I think that shows now Joel getting into that car with Ellie, you know, explaining to her, which based on a side-by-side I've seen was a basic pull from the game of him giving her the rules. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, to me, it, it, ju- it just really worked. It just really, really worked in the, in the context of a TV show. And it for me, it just fuels his motivation now to, to, to go forward. Um, Kaylee, what do you think about that, that kind of line from the letter and, you know, where that went? Yeah, no, I, I agree with everything you just said. I think additionally, what the episode did for me was actually showed that outside of all of the, you know, the, the camps, the encampments that are out there, there are other stories. Yeah. Um, and it's not just about them. And there are other people out there who, and I haven't played the game, you know, might join their band of merry men on this yeah. quest or whatever um so it's really important for me and i don't like throwaway characters or random story plots in shows like this no. but i think for joel it was like you say it was important to see that because actually it humanizes him a little bit you know this is another loss for him yeah as much as they weren't you know best friends no. in, in the world that they're living in those relationships are really important yeah. and I think it will help Ellie to understand that actually there is possibly more out there for her eventually, you know, rather than just this insular life that she's lived her entire life. Yeah. Um, and to show the the backstories of, you know, again, from that moment where you see him in that bunker or under his house, and the, the whole period was really good rather than just going, oh, this happened in 2023. And then like it did in, yeah. Um, with the with the doctors and stuff, so yeah. it just adds so much more depth to the whole thing, well, and stops it from being 
um, you know, really high level just guff. <laughs> high level guff. <laughs> I'm glad you went. You, I mean, for technical terms at the end there, yeah. Uh, yeah. Stefan, what, what were your kind of final thoughts? Um, yeah, so the ep- I thought the episode was brilliant. I thought the episode itself was fantastic the whole way through. Um, when it's a TV show based on a computer game, especially yeah. one that I loved as much as I loved this game and I've played as much as this game, when it takes a sidestep from the kind of narrative that I know, yeah. it was always going to make me kind of sit there and go, oh, wait a minute, what what they're yeah. going to change. So I've got that little niggle in the back of my head of, oh, okay, what are they going to change next? Yeah. But if they're going to change things and make it into an episode as beautiful as this one, yeah. then yeah, crack on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I said it to you and, and, and I've kind of, I've had some time in a few days to say on it, but a television episode of something, I can't think of anything that's, like that's better at the moment. Like there's, there are bound to be shows I've watched and particular episodes that are stand out. But I watched that episode and I genuinely could have watched it. You know, I genuinely could watch it again and just sit there and just be mesmerized. Um, I thought the acting was incredible. I mean, the casting for this show is nailed on. You mm-hmm. know, everyone's, everyone who's come into it so far has just been so good. Um, and I'm kind of looking forward to what comes next because it kind of felt like this episode slowed everything for a moment to give us a bit of emotional depth to the characters, give us a little bit more kind of, this is what this world is. You know, the the flashback, not really a flashback, but the newsreel stuff at the start of episode one was a scientific thing. In episode two, it showed us it was global and how there was just nothing anyone could do. In this, it humanised the whole trajectory of these 20 years that have gone by yep um between joel telling ellie about it and you know the day the world ended all the way to just watching this story for through you know bill and frank's eyes of, of what went on so yeah I, I think it's one of the best bits of television i've i've seen ever and you know i absolutely loved it and i can't wait for next week this show is very much you know, I, I'm building my week around this show now. Yeah, I'm <laughs> this, looking forward to Monday. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that—that's it. That's my final thoughts on it. Um, do either of you have anything else you want to add before we wrap it up? I only have one. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a complaint. Oh. Okay, bring it on. I don't think it's a criticism, but it's something that I felt I would have liked to have seen. Yeah, and that is, I would have liked Joe, uh, Joe, Joel to have perhaps buried Frank and Bill and Mm. we had a little moment for him to kind of say goodbye I felt that they deserved that bit of respect not Um, to just be left in the bedroom but But that's me that's just my he did say in the note don't go in there yeah he's respected their wishes of not going into the bedroom yeah I mean do you think Joel is a rule follower I don't uh, I no, I, that's I, my only thing. I think if he'd have had any kind of deeper love for, you know, if it was me, I would have ignored that and been like, "You deserve a better resting place." Than I, I think. Um, I think again, it is kind of context at a time. I think if you're perhaps six months, one year into this apocalypse, I, I think Joel does that. I think he's twenty years into this. You know, remember episode one? He's literally throwing dead bodies onto a fire. 
like they're nothing Ooh. like kids even it's just he has been so dehumanized by death due to this although we do get the uh, nice thing at the beginning where he's making a little stone thing for tess um, yeah, so that the, was the, quite the stone nice tower. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that fair was... point. Yeah, okay. Um, all right. Yeah, point taken. Um, Stefan, did you have anything else like a final thought? No, no. I'm I am um, emotionally um, destroyed by this episode. <laughs> um, yeah, I yeah, look forward to next week's more action-packed, kind of edgier seat stuff instead of yeah. Heartbreak, I, I like saw I'm the preview. The up film, you know. Yeah, yeah. The, the preview for next week looks like it's going to be back to me hiding behind the sofa. So, yeah, good fun. Yeah. Do we see, have you seen, I haven't watched it, is there any particularly interesting guest stars that I should be aware no, of? Don't, no, don't, like, no, we're not, not telling you. We, you, are not, you are not naming characters, oh, I love That's them, it. because then I you get to watch that. them die. There's actually <laughs> there is, um, one character that, according to IMDb, is in next week's show, yeah. who is from Two and a Half Men back in the day. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, one of the female characters in that, Rosie, or Rose from next door. Oh. oh. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Okay. I'm not that she is. She's Fine. meant to be in next week's episode, and according again, according to IMDb, Jeffrey Pierce is in next week's episode, who vocalised Joel's character in the game. Okay. Oh. Okay. All right then. However, so I'm sure next IMDb week. has said he's been in every episode so far. And it just keeps changing. So he might appear next week. Yeah. Uh, we, we shall wait and see. Uh, okay, everybody. Uh, just the time to say thank you for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. Be sure to follow us uh, across any of the social medias that you're on. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that fun stuff. We are putting content on TikTok, although it's a bit slow because Stefan's a lazy git. Uh, I'm, I'm joking. He's got a new. No, it's fair. That's a fair comment at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, all joking aside, we, we do put content out across social media, so keep an eye on it. If you're a fan of Marvel, I will tell you that Black Panther 2 is now streaming on Disney+. Plus. If you've seen it, enjoy it again. If you've not seen it, then it's a great movie. And there's a really great podcast you can listen to after just watching it, and that's ours. You can find that on YouTube, and I did post it to the Facebook page today. It's a little bit of a nudge, a reminder to everybody. Nice. Uh, you can also talk directly to us. We have a Discord server, which means you can log on to that, give your views on any of the shows or any of the movies we're discussing. You can even give us suggestion ideas of stuff that we're not discussing that you think we should. Uh, and you can, like I said, you can talk directly to us. And that's always fun, I'm told. <laughs> I'm told. <laughs> I'm told. I, I try to avoid it. People are scary. There's there's girls on there and they're mean. They're mean girls who pick on me and I don't like going in there because of it. They do pick on they you. They do. They do pick on me. They're mean. Is it funny? <laughs> oh, see, there we go. Because it's funny. Great. Uh, okay, Stefan, say your goodbyes. Goodbye, everyone. Uh, Kaylee, you say goodbye to the little, well, sort of nice people sometimes. Oh, bye, lovely people. And that's it, everybody. <laughs> we'll be back next week. So everything came crashing down in one day? Pretty much. How? I mean, no one's infected with cordyceps. Everybody's fine, eating in restaurants and flying in planes, and then all at once? How did it even start? If you have to get bit to be infected, then who bit the first person? Was it a monkey? I bet it was a monkey. It wasn't a monkey. I thought you went to school. Bedra school? You know, it teaches how their shitty government failed to prevent a pandemic. 
No one knows for sure, but best guess, cordyceps mutated. Some of it got into the food supply, probably a basic ingredient like flour or sugar. There were certain brands of food that were sold everywhere, all across the country, across the world. Bread, cereal, pancake mix. You eat enough of it, it'll get you infected. So the tainted food all hits the store shelves around the same time Thursday. People bought it, ate some Thursday night or Friday morning. Day goes on. They started to get sick. Afternoon, evening, they got worse. Thank you for listening to the Stuff and Things podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. You can find us on Facebook or online. Simply search the Stuff and Things podcast to join in our conversation every week.